0: April 7th, Luke chapter 12, verses 8 through 34. And I, Jesus, assure you of this If anyone acknowledges me publicly here on earth, I, the Son of Man, will openly acknowledge that person in the presence of God's angels. But if anyone denies me here on earth, I will deny that person before God's angels. Yet those who speak against the Son of Man may be forgiven but anyone who speaks blasphemies against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. And when you are brought to trial, in the synagogues and before rulers and authorities, don't worry about what to say in your defense, for the Holy Spirit will teach you what needs to be said, even as you are standing there. Then someone called from the crowd, Teacher, please tell my brother to divide our father's estate with me. Jesus replied, Friend, "'Who made me a judge over you to decide such things as that?' Then he said, "'Beware. Don't be greedy for what you don't have. Real life is not measured by how much we own.' And he gave an illustration. A rich man had a fertile farm that produced fine crops. In fact, his barns were full to overflowing. So he said, "'I know. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones.' Then I'll have room enough to store everything, and I'll sit back and say to myself, My friend, you have enough stored away for years to come. Now take it easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, you will die this very night. Then who will get it all? Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. Then, turning to his disciples, Jesus said, So I tell you, don't worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or clothes to wear. For life consists of far more than food and clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't need to plant or harvest or put food in barns because God feeds them. And you are far more valuable to Him than any birds. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Of course not. And if worry can't do little things like that, What's the use of worrying over bigger things? Look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon, in all his glory, was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for flowers that are here today and gone tomorrow, won't He more surely care for you? You have so little faith. And don't worry about food, what to eat and drink. Don't worry whether God will provide it for you. These things dominate the thoughts of most people, but your Father already knows your needs. He will give you all you need from day to day if you make the kingdom of God your primary concern. So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your Father great happiness to give you the kingdom. Sell what you have and give to those in need. This will store up treasure for you in heaven, and the purses of heaven have no holes in them. Your treasure will be safe. No thief can steal it, and no moth can destroy it. Wherever your treasure is, there your heart and thoughts will also be.
1: Good morning, everybody. This is Becca Linton. Um, Just wanted to say hi and also share something that God put on my heart um, So it's about time that I follow his direction on that. I'm praying for all of you, um, but I don't have much more to say than this. This is a poem that's been uh, really dear to me and uh, that he's reminded me of gently in the last uh, week or so. So it's called Wait by Russell Kelfer. Desperately, helplessly, longingly, I cried, quietly, patiently, Lovingly, he replied. I pled and I wept for a clue to my fate, and the master so gently said, wait. Wait, you say wait, my indignant reply. Lord, I need answers, I need to know why. Is your hand shortened or have you not heard? By faith I have asked and I'm claiming your word. My future and all to which I relate hangs in the balance and you tell me to wait? I'm needing a yes, a go-ahead sign, or even a no, to which I can resign. And Lord, you have promised that if we believe, we need but ask and we shall receive. Lord, I've been asking, and this is my cry. I'm weary of asking. I need a reply. Then, quietly, softly, I learned as my fate, as my master replied again. So I slumped in my chair, defeated and taught, and I grumbled to God, so I'm waiting for what? He seemed then to kneel and his eyes met with mine and he tenderly said, I could give you a sign. I could shake the heavens and darken the sun. I could raise the dead and cause the mountains to run. All you see I could give and pleased you would be. You would have what you want, but you wouldn't know me. You'd not know the depth of my love for each saint. You'd not know the power that I give to the faint. You'd not learn to see through clouds of despair. You'd not learn to trust just by knowing I'm there. You'd not know the joy of resting in me when darkness and silence was all you could see. You would never experience the fullness of love as my spirit, the peace of my spirit, descends like a dove. You would know that I give and I save for a start but you'd not know the depth of the love in my heart. The glow of my comfort laid into the night, the faith that I give when you walk without sight. The depth that's beyond getting just what you ask from an infinite God who makes what you have last. And you would never know, should your pain quickly flee, what it means that my grace is sufficient for thee. Yes, your dreams for your loved ones overnight would come true but the loss if you lost what I'm doing in you. So be silent, my child, and in time you will see that the greatest of gifts is to get to know me. And though often my answers seem terribly late, my most precious answer of all is still, wait.